Glockway to have a chat about something that affects us every day. Now, surely uh, you, your wife, your son, your daughter, uh, some family member or somebody somewhere has been involved in an accident. And, uh, you know, very, you know, the moment the moment the accident happens, there's all kinds of emotions and stuff that actually fly around and, and that go absolutely crazy. So I, I thought, let's not get in the tow truckers because they're going to tell us one story. Let's not get in the insurance guys. They're going to tell us a different story. And let, let's not get in the car manufacturers because they're also going to tell us um, a, a different story. Let's get somebody who's going to tell us the whole story, all of it. Completely in one. And that's Brendan Dell. Uh, Brendan, a very good morning to you. Brendan's a finance blogger, so you can go and have a look at his blog. Uh, we're chatting to him about what's ha- what's, uh, what you have to do when you are involved in an accident. Good morning. Morning, Ben. How's it going? I'm all good. Um, I haven't been in an accident. I hope you won't be in an accident pretty soon. But, you know, accidents are reality. Some mornings we have two of them on, on the highways. And uh, during winter, you can have anything between 13 and 18 accidents in one morning, which is a space of about three, four hours. So it's a reality. It it, it mm. happens and it does happen out there. And I think the best thing is not to say you won't be in an accident because, you know, I always say don't expect everybody to be as law abiding as you on the road. And if there's one thing I can possibly want to change out on the road is the fact that driver behavior needs to change. You need to adapt to the circumstances that you are driving in uh, at any time. Misty conditions mm. is a different condition to wet conditions, to sunny conditions, to um, winter when, you know, the sun only rises at quarter past seven, twenty past seven, as opposed to summer when you are looking at the sun coming up at five o'clock in the morning. So what do we start off with this, uh, Brendan? The first thing to to do in an accident, it says you need to stay calm. And this is the problem with the advice we're going to give people. It, it, it seems a very mundane advice, but it is the best advice and it is sound advice we're going to give them this morning. Yeah, you know, it's just any accident, even if it's just a very minor fender bender, your, your emotions just get up there and you're just ready to, like if it's a small little fender bender, you're ready to jump out and punch the other driver and, you know, it's just... Mm, sounds like me. You know, the, <laughs> the first thing, I mean, it's easier said than done, but you really just have to stay calm and just assess kind of just for yourself, like, how bad is this? What do I need to do? And you can't, for for the little bit of time that you're at the accident scene, you actually just have to be calm and responsible because you can't you can't let your emotions just like take over because it 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 could cause a danger to you or your or someone else and it can also end up costing you money with regard to actual insurance claims if you if you like take in if you take the blame yourself or if you do things so just stay calm like <laughs> yeah easy to say that it's yeah that's the the first real real important thing. The 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 other thing, Brandon, is that you know very often we have a fender bender, uh, two vehicles involved, and people tend to refuse to move their vehicles, um, you know, because they're waiting for the police to come and the police must not come and take pictures and stuff like that. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that you need to do is not to move injured people if you are involved in an accident. I mean, if you don't have any visible injuries or or any injuries at all, you can actually remove those vehicles from the roadway and and allow the traffic to flow. But uh, it's never wise to uh, to remove injured people. Uh, no, so definitely not injured people. You know, unless you've got some first aid training yourself. But if you don't have any first aid training, just yeah, don't don't move them because it could cause more severe injuries. And the best is just to call for help immediately. So if you've got a little sticker from your insurance company, 
often they have an emergency number or they give you a little card for your wallet. You actually need to keep these things around because it's got the emergency numbers or you must put something on your phone so that you have it because in that moment, you might not remember the emergency number. But you, you need to call for help and get, get some experts in to, to deal with the situation. But yes, do not move injured people. Mm. So what is the first thing that you do when you are in an accident? Because, I mean, you know, the scene gets clogged up very, very quickly. So you are in this accident, maybe there's an injury or two. Um, and w- what do you do the first thing? Is get out, find out who is injured. Run us through that whole, that, that whole situation. You know, it, it kind of depends a little bit on, on your your own injuries. But if, you, if you're if you in a fine state, I'd say the first thing to do is to to just get out your car, have a look around at what has happened, assess the situation, how many cars, how many people, like, are they injured or not, and then immediately call for help. And you on that call for help, the more information you can give, the more prepared the paramedics are when they're coming. And also they know how many paramedics to send. You know, if it's five cars versus one car, there, there would be a different, different need of people to send. So, so the first thing is just to, to see what is out there and actually just take a mental note and then call, call for help. Mm. And, and the best way to store, what, what is the best way to actually store um, your emergency numbers? Because um, I know that all of this week we've been chatting about emergency numbers and do you know the emergency numbers and do you know the traffic department? Do you know a number for an ambulance? Do you know who to call? You know, um, they, There's a 24-7 service which is run by Provincial Traffic on 021-946-1646. I can tell you that because I work with that every day. What is the advice you give to people in terms of emergency numbers? I'd say if you have a little card, just a small little printout in your cubbyhole, just with the top two or three numbers, and then if your insurance has provided you with any stickers that have emergency numbers, just use them. Just pop them on your car because then it's there. Because if, if you yourself are injured, at least someone else can see and they'll see a number that says emergency and someone can just phone. Yeah, and and um, you know the role of the police officer or the role of the traffic officer are on on that particular scene. Um, you know, what do I do? If, if what would they be asking me? Uh, what would they ask for? What would they request from me? And uh, you know, where do we take this? That is very scene specific. You know, it's going to involve. Uh, they would want a, a report from you. They they might. It again depends on the actual scene and injuries and stuff. They might get that from you on the spot at the scene, or they might ask you to go to the station afterwards for the report. But it's just they're going to want as much detail and as much info as you can give. And if they, if you um, had a drink perhaps the night before, even even sort of like a few hours before, it's safer and it's definitely the better option to just voluntarily go and get a blood test and just so that you can get that out the way because you. You wouldn't want accusations or you wouldn't want issues to be there. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's giving, just giving as much info and, and supporting them in whatever they're asking for. Mm. Uh, and, of course, they will ask, so what, what do I do, you know, if you are involved in an accident? Um, I, I normally have, I have a rule, and hopefully, you know, when anything happens, I would, for instance, go through that, first of all, stop, um, go to the next driver, speak very calmly to him, because if he's um, irate and sort of angry, you're going to basically do nothing uh, with him if you're going to get angry also at the same time. 
and um, you know, I would take pictures of of a few things. But one of the most important things that because we all have cell phones and we all have cameras on our cell phones, one of the most important things that I should record on that particular day when I'm involved in that accident. Um, I would take photos of the just of the actual scene of your car or the other person's car, like the number plates and licenses and street names and sort of any any landmarks that are around. And and if you've got time to sort of like, if it's at a uh, set of traffic lights, if you have the time and the, you can sort of walk back a bit and get a sort of a general scene of this. But it's, you know, you don't have to go overboard, but definitely the, the number plates and cars involved and the damage that it is right there. And as you were saying earlier about a fender bender where people don't want to move the vehicle, if it is just a minor little thing, take photos of the of the accident scene and of the damage and then move your cars. You don't you don't have to wait for if it's just a very minor thing, you don't have to wait for the cops to arrive. Mm. And you know, one of the things that I actually um, also uh, tend to take a picture of is the the person's driver's license. So that will indicate to you whether that person's driver's license has expired, whether you know it's still there. And of course, the license disc is also something because you've got the engine number, the VIN number, mm. and all the details of the vehicle over there. So when do I let my insurer know that I've been involved in an accident? Immediately, because. For, for two reasons. One is they can actually help you with, because of the emergency center. They'll be able to send out paramedics and tow trucks and stuff that can help you with that whole process. So, so immediately. And then the other reason is specifically with the tow trucks, you're going to, unfortunately, it's a terrible thing to say, but they are a bit like vultures. They just kind of descend on you. And it's very overwhelming in that moment. And if you speak to your insurer and just find out who you must use or if they're going to send one themselves because you don't want to send your car off with just anyone because you don't know where it's going to arrive and you don't know how much you're going to be paying for it. So just let your insurer know immediately that they are very prepared for it. Tow trucks are very persistent when it comes to accidents. Um, And I know that my daughter um, was in a battle one day. Also, she was involved a very wet and rainy day. And she took the corner at Mount Nelson and um, and actually was involved in, you know, single vehicle collision at the time. Uh, what do you do in terms of tow trucks? Because they, they'll come to you, they'll bang you around. And eventually it seems like a gang fight when, you know, when you have the tow trucks around. And there are a number of people actually who um, have tow trucks and who are, you know, um, there to assist and there to help. Uh, they're not first of all there to take to take your car. They will first assist you, help you, especially, you know, especially. Um, I, I find Brandon, especially in the in in the middle of the night, the guys who assist you first are the tow truck drivers because they are there, uh, you know, and and they are there to help. So what do I do with tow trucks? <laughs> it's very difficult, it's, especially if you're by yourself and you are confronted with a few. Um, I'd say you don't need to feel obliged to use their service just because they've helped you. And you really, you can't, if, well, if you send your car away with any tow truck driver, um, your insurance might not pay. Because your, your insurer has agreements with certain places and they have agreements about rates. And if your, your car is taken somewhere with a much higher rate, you might end up paying that bill yourself. So it's really, you kind of need to step away from them or ask them for a moment and speak to your insurer and just find out and if you aren't insured, you know, maybe just phone a friend or a family member to come to the scene 
to help you just negotiate this because it, mm. yes, they can be very persistent. They can be very demanding and you've just been in an accident. You're emotional. There's, there's a lot going on. So just get someone to come help you with that because oh. I, you know, Chatting to Brandon Dell, a finance blogger, and Brandon obviously giving us advices to exactly what to do and what not to do in an accident. First advice is stay calm. Second advice is don't move people who are injured. Third advice is call for help. And then, of course, don't leave the scene without an all clear from the cops. We've got a call in from Alan from Grassy Park. Alan, a very good morning to you and welcome to the show. Alan? Okay, Malibongo is just getting Alan up there for us. Um, Alan's out in the Grassy Park area, and um, and uh, we got a call in from Alan. Um, Alan, a very good morning to you. Welcome to the show, Alan. Good morning. Good morning to you and your guest. Uh, a very interesting thing that happened to a friend of mine. He got came across a motor accident. I'm not sure where it was, quite a rural area. And the person wasn't didn't manage to speak to him or something. Anyhow, to cut the long story short, he couldn't get any information from the injured party. He then saw the little sticker. You know, they, a lot of insurance gives you mm. a sticker on the back, yes. on the back win, window. And he phoned this insurance. They wouldn't give him information, but he gave them the CA number. And through that, they contacted the medical services because he was on some private medical thing, and they got hold of his family. So just a tip, I mean, it's... These stickers you put it in, you don't take note of it. But a very, very good idea. I mean, I don't know, you know, but at least you get someone that knows the person's mm. uh, after or you know other numbers. Yeah. I mean, you know, beside of course calling yeah. the emergencies, these people did everything for him, you know, and he just stayed there till someone came. And and that's the weird thing, Alan, is that I, if I just on the spot think of of, uh, of my two vehicles, I don't actually have those kind of stickers on on my vehicle. And it'd be fantastic to uh, to speak to Crystal Coleman, who's our insurance expert on Monday morning with Abungila. I'm going to raise this particular point uh, that you know what um, the insurance company should give them stickers. Obviously, they won't give you any information. No, but they won't they, give you. Which, which is obviously confidential stuff. But the nice thing about it, as you said, is that they were able then to contact the necessary people, send out an ambulance, send out uh, the traffic officers. And thanks for that call. What a brilliant idea. Thanks, uh, Alan from Grassy Park. Okay. Go well. Sure. And there's Alan from Grassy Park telling us that... Um Telling us that uh, the insurance companies um, normally um, should be handing out stickers. And if you got those stickers, uh, put those stickers up. I'm actually going to call my insurance Monday morning first thing and ask them for those stickers for a number to call uh, when, when, you know, when your car's in an accident, you're not able to respond. Uh, Brandon, good idea? That's a very good idea. It's definitely because it's, if you're not able to do something yourself, as in that, that example, then Sure. Someone else can at least phone and say, here's the registration. You know, presumably they're a customer, and then if they are, the insurer will, will do their thing. So, yes, a, a very good idea. Brandon Dell, a finance blogger, thanks so much for your time this morning. Brandon chatting to us uh, about uh, insurance and what to do when you are in an accident. And uh, the, the couple of very good tips is make sure that your car is uh, safe to drive. If not, if car's not drivable, call your insurer's towing services don't just give your car over to a tow truck driver who's going to put a book in front of you and make you sign for that particular car make sure that you call your insurer's tow truck uh, company